Um, you guys ready to talk? Because I am on day eight, basically, of a bender, and I'm ready to talk Charmed. <laughs> a bender? Well, it's just that work, uh, due to mechanical problems, we were basically shut down all of last week. So I have yeah. been, I'm have i on day eight of surprise vacation. Hell yeah, baby. It's fucking oh. rocked. Working for the government is so cool. Dude, I've, I've, I've like, I, I was talking about it with- You're such a fucking leech. <laughs> hey, I make like no money, so it's cool. Okay. Can I, I make can less I money than basically everyone else I know. But can, can things I tell like you this a conversation happen. I had with my pseudo boss this week? Because you know, I have an American boss. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah. I have an American yeah. boss who I actually work for and a French boss who technically is my boss for French like boss. HR reasons because they don't do you have put... or Do you have an American boss that just does a French accent for some reason? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, let me take it <laughs> to the <laughs> French boss. Puts on a beret. <laughs> 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 It's all it's all it's all for tax reasons. What's extremely good is that my is my American boss is like from New Jersey, so she kinda talks like this a little. She's like, all right, let me get let me get your French boss. Yeah, it's your French boss doing an accent. It's like just like oh I am Sebastian. (laughs) (laughs) You need to fill out your paperwork. Come inside, come inside, be our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test. This is the second time in four days in this podcast we've been like, yeah, the French sound like that. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. To, to be fair, gonna, to be fair do. I've done two distinctly different French accents. That's because true. the first time I was like... One's more Parisian and one is, you know, more... <laughs> I am Marseille. talking like this, yeah. I am from France. And the other one was like, I am French. <laughs> one of them, one uh, of them, you're like, let me try and do respectful. And the other was, I'm the chef from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Right. So... Um, do you also have a anyway. have a Dutchman boss by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> yes, senor, I have a Dutchman boss. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's not racist to do Speedy Gonzalez if you say he's Dutch, okay? So anyway, so I had a conversation where I, I, like I haven't been I haven't been marking my PTO very well because I'm me and I literally can't do anything unless somebody makes me do it. So my French boss uh, was like, "Hey, you haven't been marking your time off." Uh, I know you've taken some. Please do that. And I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. And then I was like, he doesn't have any idea. Like, I can do whatever I want right now. Yeah. And say I've taken off whichever days I want. And then, so I went through. I was, I tried to be pretty honest. And then I was like, and I was like, uh, I like, I took, I definitely like took two days less off than I actually did. But then I was like, hey, Sebastian, uh, I was really sick this one day. Does that count toward my PTO? He was like, no, you were sick. What are you talking about? I was like, well, most of my jobs I've ever had my whole life accounted against my balance. And he was like, welcome to Europe. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. And then an explosion <laughs> happened. And you were like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> welcome to Europe. Yeah. I live for this shit. Punched you in I the live, face. I live for this work-life balance. Ian, what, anyway, were, you, what were you saying? You oh, yeah, you're just living saying, the dream. Yeah, it was great. I... Didn't do anything for eight days. I biked like 50 miles. I shot two rolls of film. I watched so many movies, including Happy Hour. Folks, that's right. I did it. I conquered the five-hour and 17-minute oh. Japanese movie because I had nothing else to do, oh, and it was great. I mean, the movie was four out of five. Couldn't make it's it through Gunsmoke, 90 minutes, one man's justice. Couldn't make it through because it was too boring or whatever. It was. But in the in the in the in the hour at hour three of happy hour where June leaves the movie for the rest of the film after getting pregnant and gets on a ferry 
and bumps into the kid of one of her friends who's also about to try and run away, except the girl he's going to run away with flakes on him. And they chat about how she introduced his parents together. And so when she gets on the boat, he leaks over at her and he's just like, I hear I exist because of you. And she's like, yes. And then he goes, thank you. And then I cried. I'm doing great. Wow. What a film. Oh, I know. It was truly tremendous. I will never see it, but they should no, make a miniseries out. They should, they should make an American they did. remake. It's called series. Happy Hour. I'll cut it into five. <laughs> I, will, I, will put, I will cut it into five <laughs> sections if you'd watch it. <laughs> it will be the exact same thing. Not a movie you need to consume in one sitting. I mean, I did because I'm crazy. And when the subtitles... You had nothing um, else to do. Yeah, yeah. And when the subtitles went uh, out of sync three hours and 15 minutes into the movie, I did ponder <laughs> walking into the How? river. <laughs> How at that point? <laughs> I don't know. But there was like this long period of silence. And then suddenly like dialogue started appearing on the bottom. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So you know how SRT files work, right? Like... It's literally just like a bunch of code. It's like a text file that gets converted, and then it's it's just like it's just like it's t- it's literally like a beginning. What do you call it? Time point. There's a word. Timestamp. I feel timestamp. The words and an ending timestamp. So it's like right. from here to here. Show this. It's the simplest thing. So I wrote a Python code to move SRT files like a few seconds in the backward or forward that like mm-hmm. that's a variable you can set and and literally Ali sent that to a co-worker at the IFI which is like the Ireland National Institute of Film and they've been using it she left there and they still use my <laughs> fucking python file I didn't get, get any pay for it but anyway I still have it so if you want me if you ever have an RSRT file and it's off I literally just send it to me and I can move it in one direction or the other hell wow. yeah Oh, no. Uh, Not again. No! Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. Welcome to As You Know, the show where uh, we were cursed by a demon named Dumaine to watch every episode known to man, and we are getting around it by watching the first and last episodes. We found a loophole in the, you know, we're the charmed ones, uh, so we are able to watch the first and last episode only, um, and that's what we do here. This week, we are watching Charmed. I am joined, as always... By uh, he, you know what? Ian might have like fun little thingies. For I mean, this. here's an easy one. You could just do all of their individual powers for, for us. Oh yeah, but is that? But is that like? I I can do this. So, um, <laughs> uh, Travis, uh, Travis, who is going back in time to talk to his future self. Um, and sorry, Travis mm. is going forward and mm, mm, yeah, this isn't working out. I should write things down. Uh, <laughs> going back in time and trying to hide the the fact that uh, his mom divorces his dad from his mom. Uh, it's Travis Mormon. Divorces my dad from my my mom. Divorces my dad from my mom. You're trying, oh, to, trying hide to hide the from fact your mom, from my mom the that fact they got that, divorced. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. they get divorced yes. in the future. I got it. Okay. Hello. 
<laughs> Gosh, I really should give you more walk, credit, there. you know? Yeah. Difficult sentence to parse. To, uh, convincing Kaylee Kyoko uh, to uh, go back in time and defeat the heroes instead of saving their, her sister, it's Matsiani. Hey. Uh, and growing horns out of all of his body, but not dying from it. Um, <laughs> it's Ian Benson. He's been orbed by the Angel of Destiny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be back when it's time. <laughs> is is the angel of destiny the woman who just like kind of grabs the the one sister's leo husband or whatever yeah yeah, yeah leo it's like yes. so i don't want to do it but you know the rules I'm <laughs> yeah, here. Like, it's just like hey if we do this the angel of destiny might grab me and then like 20 minutes later the angel of destiny shows up and it's like you knew this was gonna happen <laughs> you you right, talked he gives about such it. a like mm, expression yeah. <laughs> like this show fucking whips it's so good this is the most Matt Siani show we've watched that Matt hasn't picked. This is what I imagine the Vampire Diaries is like all the time. It's it's quite a uh, lot like the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> it's this is like somewhere between Vampire Diaries and Buffy, I would say. Cuz you get that 90s yeah. kind of Dawson's Creek, Joss Whedon dialogue, which you don't really get yeah. in the Vampire Diaries. I was actually talking about this like I bet that these CW shows that I watch now are gonna scan they're going to be so funny to me later on, like in, in like 10 years or whatever, because like in the way that every nineties show of this type has the same type of dialogue, the like mm-hmm. self serious, like uh, highs and lows of high school football dialogue from stuff like Riverdale. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be so great to see later on. I cannot wait just with a little bit of distance from it. Yeah. Yeah. It is it is interesting because Charmed doesn't do the Joss Whedon thing where it like doesn't take itself seriously. It it takes itself quite seriously. Yeah. Like it's not that's, like that's the vampire diaries element of it. And then the well, Buffy thing yeah. is like they're still quipping, it's just like serious. Yeah, they're quipping, but they're not like above it. They're not above themselves. Right. Yeah, nobody says that just happened at any point. <laughs> no, but there's there's stuff that is like teetering on that, but they don't quite yeah. do it. Um, yeah, they I don't. don't know. They if, don't do it the same way. Fucking Thor: Love and Thunder, or whatever. Yeah. Does it. We don't need. To, we don't need to talk about Thor: Love and Thunder ever. <laughs> what was your well, review of that? This movie should not have someone driving at a no Kia point Sorento. Should Gore the God good, <laughs> at no point should Gore the God Butcher be in the same frame as a Kia Sorento. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they took one of these really great comic arcs that's this big high fantasy sort of thing, and they plugged it in to their usual fucking formula shit. And so they took these stunning vistas that the artist, um, uh, I believe it's Ivan Rebisk, uh, created. And then you would just have it be like, ho, 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 take Watiti nonsense. And you're just like, shut the fuck up and take the materials quasi-seriously. And then, yeah, they attack a town and then you just see all the modern cars and it looks like fucking shit. And I went and ordered another beer at that moment. <laughs> I just like sat back down. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. That is, and the problem with this is I will continue to see these movies because it is now a jury duty like thing for me where I'm just like, ah, fuck. I got my notice in the mail. I got to go fucking see this thing. Uh, If you're following along at home, uh, I just thought about Ian hard enough that he appeared on the ground. Power of th- well, no. What happened was <laughs> you guys pain. were the original Power of Three, and then one of you got killed, and then I came in as the weird half sibling that can somehow complete the trifecta. Yeah. Right. Who, She's yeah. half white later. 
Yeah. Had with, yeah, same mom, different dad, Ian Benson. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. We're, we're your beautiful, sexy ladies that all have witch powers here at, as you know. Yep. Did we already say that this is charmed? <laughs> no, I don't, we've mentioned it, but I don't think we said we were discussing charmed. But they, right. really, they, they really fixed it in the finale. And I'm sure they fixed it over the course of it. And I know what they were doing. They were like, sisters, sisters have to look similar. But it was really like the departed level face blindness for me in the first <laughs> A little bit. Could, oh, my God. The guys on this show, frankly. Not. Oh, there like, are, there's a scene where two guys talk to each other in the pilot. And I was like, is this like Laura Dern in that new Jurassic Park movie? This <laughs> <laughs> is the same. The, the Why is it your favorite reference? It's so funny. It's like the most noticeable fuck up I've ever seen in a film. It really is tremendous. That's why it's one of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> because it cost like three hundred million dollars, and they couldn't even be and bothered doing to have like continuity. Black dynamite in it, like <laughs> just unintentionally. <laughs> You're talking about the demon and the detective, right? Because to me, they yes, were the same. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was ridiculous. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And the sisters. Everybody looked the same. Yeah. I, the I sisters don't, have some. I don't yeah. understand how you could look at the Charm Sisters and not know which is. Prue and Paige yeah. and and Phoebe, Phoebe. Phoebes, yeah. And Piper and Phoebe are the original Piper. three, and then Paige and Piper. Okay. And you should be able to at least tell Shannon Doherty apart because she is the one with like she has dis- more distinctive hair, and she has yeah. her gap tooth famously. This is, and, again, yeah. this is also the thing where I'm the wrong person to talk to on this because you presented me these photos and I w- knew who all of them were. Right. right. Because that's right. right, folks. I've watched probably about a dozen and maybe two dozen episodes of Charmed in my lifetime yeah. because it aired before <laughs> Angel on TNT. I think it was <laughs> Angel. But it was definitely that thing where I was like, well, I got nothing else to do. So I saw a weird amount of this show with no idea of whatever was going on. I, f- I did a bad job uh, summarizing this show uh, in the uh, Gunsmoke episode because my brain just like shut off over the course of that episode. And I feel like kind of guilty about it because this is so a show for me. It's just like ridiculous that I couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> you want to know one of the weirdest confessions that I'm about to make? <laughs> Can't wait. This is how I, this show is how I know the Smiths. Yeah, <laughs> that checks out. Okay, but this is, but this it's is, a sick cover. This is a- I like it. This is a Fire, yeah, love, it's good. Spit, it's 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 a Morrissey song without the baggage. That's nice. Could you imagine if it was just like th- this charming man, like instead of like <laughs> this charming man? <laughs> Tremendous I mean? Ma's impression. <laughs> Everybody else stars. Just right, Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the difference. They're all the same points. Right? Well, yeah, did okay. the Smiths I, famously. I, I desperately, I desperately want to run a Ray Romano, Kermit the Frog, Morrissey. Like, here are the differences between the voices. Yeah. Like not TED Talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the song with the coolest guitar sound yeah. of the, the so this It's, it's truly a thing. Right? I didn't know the song for years. I knew the guitar sound from VH1 countdown shows and shit where it would like <laughs> weirdly be like used as like a, like coming back from commercial, just like thing to, and like, you'd maybe hear the song in the background. And that it's first also, time I, the radio, I was like, what is this song? And then I was like, Oh, it's the Smiths. It's also wild. Cause that. no other Smith song really sounds like that one. No. Yeah. That's that true. too. Otherwise, I'd maybe actually listen to the Smiths instead of being offended when I was once asked, don't you don't listen to the Smiths? 
Uh, it was that we were at a museum that was doing like a Morrissey exhibit thing. And he was like, oh, I love Christ. the Smiths. And he was like, wait, you don't listen to the Smiths? And I was like, do I seem like I listen to the fucking Smiths? <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I was like, going off on him. <laughs> How dare you? Listen, I'm just working through some stuff. You know, that's why I snapped. So, uh, I, I, Ian, what is, what is yes. Charmed? Charmed is, of course, the WB television series uh, created by Constance Burge and produced by Aaron Spelling. Uh, Who's that, Aaron Spelling? Well, let me finish the right, let right, me right. finish the first part. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> uh, it follows a, a trio of sisters known as the Charmed Ones, the most powerful good witches of all time, who use the power of three to protect innocence from evil beings. Uh, they all possess unique powers, and originally focused on the three Hollowell sisters of Prue, Piper, and Phoebe, but following. Uh, Contract negotiations <laughs> and all sorts of Shannon uh, Doherty fighting with Alyssa Milano. Apparently. Yeah, uh, all sorts of things. Uh, Shannon Doherty left the series, so their long, long, ha- long lost half sister Paige <laughs> assumed her place That's in season so four. Good. And they basically never said Prue's name again. It's so they said good. it in the finale. It's, uh, in the Basically, finale, it's so ever. funny when it finally does come up. So that's <laughs> that's our new bingo board uh, item that we added like two weeks ago. Uh, got a got a nice uh, like very definite use. Uh, to answer your earlier question, Matt, uh, Aaron Spelling was a television producer known for um, being one of the most prolific producers of all time. In fact, he is the most prolific pr- producer. Uh, he created. Or produced uh, Family, Charlie's Angels, The Love Boat, Heart to Heart, Dynasty, Beverly Hills, 90210, Melrose Place, Seventh Heaven, Charm. You know how many of these shows I have threatened to choose? Many of them. <laughs> I only learned... There are a few of those shows that we simply must choose. Yeah. He also yeah. appeared as a character named Weed Pindle in Gunsmoke's Season 1, Episode 35, Wow. The Guitar. Wow. Season 1 of Aaron the TV Spelling. show or the radio show? <laughs> it just says, uh, I think that would be the TV show. Probably a TV show. Weed Pindle. I didn't realize until yesterday when I was looking up these actresses' careers that Melrose Place was a spinoff of 90210. Oh, yeah, yeah. baby. That's how also, I almost ended up picking it. So I was you like, know that what's seems bad? When Aaron Spelling's house has a Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called The Manor. Yeah, perfect. Uh, created in 88 by Aaron Spelling. Second Lotus home in the LA metropolitan uh, my area. My home was created in 1988. Yeah. Uh, it Second is now largest home in the LA metropolitan area. Yeah, so you said? I'll get you the first in a sec. What the fuck? It's one. It's called One TV. The, is the, so the first one is just called the guys. One, and it's owned by an American Indian uh, film producer turned real estate developer. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The third largest is owned by, or fourth largest is owned by Anthony Pritzker. He's JB's brother. He's JB's brother. Okay. Yes, I, I was figuring out how this is. Yeah, he's yeah, our future president's hotel brother. Family. Yeah, big boy season is coming. Anyway, <laughs> charmed. He was the second. What was it? Uh, the second longest broadcast drama broadcast by the WB, uh, and it was the longest running hour long television series featuring all female leads until it was surpassed by Desperate Housewives. Yeah, that's charmed. It had a pretty easy elevator pitch that was sexy witch ladies uh, do stuff, except it also had a weird early production history where a a producer was like, who wants to watch a show about witches? It should be about sisterhood. And also they happen to be witches. And then also Aaron Spelling was like, we should call it House of Sisters. 
which is one of the worst titles that's, of anything I've ever heard. That's so <laughs> like, <dumb. laughs> that, was that was Aaron's. That's what Aaron, Aaron Spelling, Spelling himself wanted. said. That yeah. I I just I like the idea of like <laughs> taking shows and and like picking things that describe them, but like could also describe any show. Yeah, like, it's it's like walking like guy. A, <laughs> I mean, the TV show Brothers and Sisters is probably the ultimate one of those. Family. Fa- a family in a house. Parenthood. Hey, guys, what show am I talking about? A family in a house. This is us. Probably Breaking Bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, bre- Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Sick Dad. <laughs> a sick dad. <laughs> What about uh, guys in an office? Is that anything? Guys in an office. I love guys in an office. That's that's uh, that's Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> I also I also really like uh, people fight evil. What show is that? Is that Evil on Paramount Plus? The official no, sponsor. It's actually, of it's, actually, it's, actually, it's actually Riverdale. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Charmed, uh, what were we talking about, Aaron Spelling? Aaron Spelling, how much have you watched of uh, Beverly Hills 90210? I have never watched any and, of these shows. Yeah. Like, this Nothing. is truly, he's like a guy I'm just aware of because he has so many fucking shows. I've yeah. never seen any of them because it's really before my time. And, like, yeah, well, when would I have watched Beverly Hills 90210? Like, it's before, like, much why. effort went into television shows i think so like yeah, they're like guaranteed like to be really shitty pre prestige era yeah. where it's like you're should be entertained it's gonna every show of his is about hot young people doing whatever yeah uh like that's the beginning like i learned about aaron spelling through like a mad tv sketch i'm pretty oh sure oh my god sometime back in the day and like it all involved him pitching shows that all, and the number of nipples in them was like part of the gag and Charmed, I remember yeah. him being like, how about this? Six nipples, and <laughs> they do magic, or whatever. I don't know. That sounds like a mad TV sketch. Yeah. Tra- Travis, do you want to tell your Dawson's Creek area code joke again? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, do we want to get into uh, into the plot of the pilot here? Well, we we talk, not- I thought we were going to ask about our experience oh, with yeah. Charmed, and I was going to be like, Steven, you probably know Wiccans. What do they think uh, of this? I know a lot of Wiccans. Um, <laughs> most of them don't watch TV at all. Of course. Uh, my girlfriend, I found out this was one of her favorite shows when she was like a teen or a kid or however old she would have been at this time. Um, I picked Charmed. Nobody asked. <laughs> yeah, nobody we asked. Should have done that before. We meant to do that before experience with the show. Yeah, yeah well, but nobody asked me, so I don't know. I should even go into it. Like... <laughs> Nobody cares. <sighs> anyway, um, I I picked Charmed because <laughs> it was a show that I saw ads for all the time, and I was like, I should watch this show. It has hot people in it. When I was like thirteen, yeah. and uh, I never pulled the trigger, even though I pulled the trigger on so many other shows for the same reason. Uh, Aaron Spelling knows a thing or two about what brings 14 year old dudes into tv shows <laughs> yeah six nipples um, six yeah. nipples and magic uh i i like i do like 
I also really like where things go in a long-running magical finale. Because, like, yes. there's almost definitely going to be time travel. People are going to, like, disintegrate. A lot of people are going to disintegrate. Every um, scene opens with somebody who tra- time traveled from the future or the past opening a door. <laughs> Every single scene. <laughs> um and like just like things that just get explained where it's like uh obviously page and piper have to go back in time to defeat the triad but we already defeated the triad but they'll bring them back unless we can bring crystal and billy if we can bring billy crystal back to the future (laughs) so that we can throw rocks at the triad while they're getting at them and (laughs) Are those their names? Those aren't their names. It's Billy and it's something triad, else. It's the triad, yeah. It was the no, triad. no, 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 no. Their <laughs> names are not Billy and Crystal. What are their names? No, it's Billy, Billy and, and, uh, and like, Christy, I think. All right, that's Christy. close enough. Billy Christy. Billy Cuoco is Billy. That's very then, close. Yeah. It is Billy little, and it is Crystal. Close also, I love that that was, like, you got to prevent the ultimate battle from happening. And then when we see what I believe was supposed to be the ultimate battle, it's them just very, like, blankly shooting lasers at each oh, other. Oh, yeah, that, that, that is so, that's such a... <laughs> they were that's so such a bored good, looking. Such a good <laughs> cop-out for what the final battle looks like when you ha- don't have a big budget. And yeah. it's funny, too, because obviously Harry Potter did have a big budget, and one of the climactic scenes is just Harry is and that? Voldemort shooting, you know, beams but of light But they don't look so other. bored when they do that's it. True, <laughs> they go, that's true. <laughs> yeah, like, they're struggling, and here it's just like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this this is just stars. <laughs> yeah, Matt, did you have previous experience with Charmed o- at all? Only seen the ads. Uh, yeah, it as, as definitely appealed to me less when it was being advertised than it does to me now. Like if I saw ads for it organically now, I would probably be like, "Oh yeah, I'll probably watch that." Yeah, I as I mentioned last week, I like was. 15 or 16 had seen grindhouse determined rose mcgowan was hot and was like this is on tnt right now and i'm bored and i would look at it for five minutes and be like this didn't help me feel not bored at all and <laughs> move on to the next thing brutal review yeah i missed out on so much clearly <laughs> so much time travel yeah we op- we open on uh, which martha stewart individually lighting each candle by pointing at them uh, which is inconvenient witch logic. It sets the tone for witch logic being inconvenient in this show. Bonnie in the Vampire Diaries you- just has to think it in all the candles light. Yeah. This episode, by the way, the pilot is called something. Well, first, there was an unaired pilot because Alyssa Milano's character was originally played by someone named Lori Rom, who then quit. Lori Rom. Uh, so then they had to reshoot quickly and do this pilot, which is called Something Wicca This Way Comes. <laughs> the highest rated debut in WB history. Goddamn. Wow. At the, t- at the time. I don't know if yeah. it still is. The highest I want to spend a lot of time talking about specifically the witch lighting these candles because that's how we get through episodes in a, in a timely manner. <laughs> um, the, the, this woman, this woman, it was the sort of thing where I was like, if this is an experience which there's no way she needs to take this long to light candles, like she's relaxing. Yeah. Like she's like taking her time. Yeah. She's just like, she could probably light more than one of them at once, but she's like, you know... This is this is me time. I'm going to be deliberate I kind of about enjoy this. Watching, watching these candles light and then burn a little bit too high. I'm like, what is going on with these wicks? <laughs> Something wick this way comes. Something wick this way, yeah, lights they on really fire. They really set set the tone for the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So she's just vibing, doing her witch shit. 
yeah. ever set an altar, and then uh, uh, the v- villain from a Giallo movie. Uh, I, I walks it was into her house. It was also like Michael Myers shit. Like it, the that like yeah. point of view shot was extremely. Uh, like she might as well have said, "What are you doing in here, Michael?" Yeah, it was extremely the opening of the first Halloween movie. But yeah, also yeah. very jolly. Comes in, comes into her house and 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 murks her. Walks right by her cat that we see a lot in this episode, and he's got one of those. What is that knife called? An amaranthi or something? I don't know. And a knife. Uh, it's yeah. a two-sided and knife. Yeah. yeah. Travis is playing the role of like, the extremely versed in Wicca detective. Yeah. <laughs> I've been going to occult shops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, Matt and I are playing the the role of the doubting, yes, extremely gnostic. Uh, that's not right. That's yeah, not the right gnostics word. are very different from agnostics. Yeah, yeah, that's not the right word. Not even agnostic. What is it? What is what's what's the role of Scully? Uh, skeptic. Yeah. Skeptic. That's the, yeah. <laughs> be the word. Yeah, the we're, pendulette we're, role that she had. We're, um. we're witch skeptics, and not only that, but we hate anyone who isn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's really important. Also, crucially, we look exactly the same as yeah as the demon <laughs> witch expert as guy. a demon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she clearly knows the person who walks in the house because she's like, "What are you doing here?" There's like a little fake out, and then he just stabs her right then and there, and yeah. then we get credits, I believe. Yeah, we get the Smiths uh, cover. Which rocks. Cover by the side project of the psychedelic furs guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Ian, you have the ring that you stole from a Cupid that allows you to. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm traveling through time in this episode, <laughs> and I'm popping in and out. Have we gone on the long discourse about uh, the more revealing clothes that were added yet, no. or is that is that no. the, okay? Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. I got to remember where I am in the timeline. No, because I think because they'd also by the by the finale they were actually more modest than they were in the pilot. I think it's yeah. Travis. The mid- Travis. Play with me. <laughs> well, just we didn't see the revealing. We didn't. It's true. I didn't. I mean, see there's a few really. in the beginning. Honestly, I, I, I really, I really want to push. I was, you know, I was thinking, what if the way that we solve this problem is we do two episodes, one where we watch the first and last, and one where we watch the middle. No, never. Yeah, they're wearing pretty fairly revealing outfits in this. I feel okay, like. that was a common criticism. Yeah. Anyway, at, at least Alyssa Milano, they put in just like. Yeah, no, Very that was nightmare. That was a common criticism, and again, I was playing the part of a time traveler. I was uh, trying to do a bit. Stephen l- set it up, and I was playing into that to uh-huh. explain my internet problems. Right. But Travis refuses to play with me. That's true. No, I take it. I take what we do seriously here. No, you so, don't. This is actually <laughs> what we do, and thus by you not part- participating in any way, shape, or form, you are disrespecting everyone else involved. I feel like these it's aren't true. that revealing. I'm looking at the outfits. Okay, that was the again. That was the common criticism. Yeah, it was the WB. But they also would hide. They also in early seasons hid their tattoos until eventually they were like, yeah. oh, "Who gives a shit?" Yeah. Oh, there was like a ghost tattoo on somebody that I saw in one of the scenes, and I was like, either that's a really weird tattoo, or they're trying to cover that up. Yeah, I noticed. I like that. tattoos. Do you I'm like sorry, witches? I- I like witches, but I hate tattoos. Witches good, <laughs> tattoos evil. Okay, that's what I they, found that's some what they thought the public an orth- was thinking. An, an orthodox witch. <laughs> oh, I, that's I, like I can imagine the just like fucking Christian. fascist that 
believes that kind of shit. Oh my god. Do you guys believe in magic? Sure, why not? Cool. Not this season. Like they've still got they're still building a lot, but in, we'll see what Apollo's like. In or out of a young girl's heart. You should never believe in the Orlando magic, Travis. You know that. <laughs> All, history has taught us many things in life, but one of them is never believe in the Orlando magic. Choose your bit to respond to. <laughs> I picked basketball. I always pick basketball. <laughs> Matt wasn't even a bit. Matt was just like, yeah, why not? Which I really respect. Sure. <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? Let's party. <laughs> if I see it, yeah, I'll be, I'll be like, yeah, I'd be sure. so pumped. Guys, do you know how pumped I would be? Like, I feel like there are people on this planet, and I can't relate to them, who are so, like, comfy, I guess, that that would, like, that, that would, like, throw them off and be, be like, I hate this, I'm scared. But I'm so the opposite of comfy that if somebody was like, oh, this person can do real magic, I'd be like, what the fuck, awesome, yes, fuck yes. I'd, I would have to see it, you know, I would have to see them perform real magic, but, yeah, sure, I'd buy it. Yeah, just like what, like card tricks? Yeah, and real match. Be like, no, he can. This uh, this dude sawed a woman in half, <laughs> and then he what? really did put her back together. <laughs> he wheeled the two boxes apart, but then she got out of one of the boxes. <laughs> this dude can pull so many handkerchiefs out of his sleeve. It's <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> insane. <laughs> My okay, what life. if we found out magic was real, but only that kind of magic? <laughs> oh God! That's there was dark some sort of there was some sort of Faustian <laughs> bargain that someone had made, where it was like, "I want to be able to do magic," and they were like, "Yes, but it's gonna look like this." But you can do real magic, it's gonna be and it's stage gonna magic. exist. Yeah, real <laughs> stage magic. You gotta find real good practical magic. uses for rabbits that you can pull out of hats. <laughs> Uh, you you can actually create a rabbit out of nothing. You can actually invent tissue paper to pull out of your sleeve. <laughs> there isn't you a bird actually, underneath your hat already. You're going to just open. It's just going to appear. There actually really isn't. You can actually, if somebody takes your card out, you actually know what card it is. That's the only way you can mind read. <laughs> you can mind read what card you can teleport. Have. You can teleport, but only on stage. Yeah. Yep. To the other and only side if the there's stage. also smoke. Yeah. You think you could find a way, like if you were trying to read somebody's mind, that you could like work in cards to try to get that to like to try to read their mind in a more meaningful way. Be like, As can a, you just I, like I, take I, one of these cards? Like, <laughs> I don't like try I, to I, find I, some I, association. <laughs> You you show them the cards and then they have like yes and no on them. <laughs> you're like you're like, have you been cheating on me? Take whichever card you, suits you best. Uh, on the topic of telepathy, uh, I feel like at this point in my life, I'm a pretty you know, I'm pretty secure in a variety of things regarding like a people's opinion of me and things like that. If I had telepathy, I would kill myself. Oh I God. Would, it would be over. It would be a nightmare to know yeah. what someone might think of me at any point, yeah, and I am not strong enough to resist that temptation. Yeah, because no you one could, is. No, no one is. No mind. No mind reader could keep friends. It would be a nightmare. You couldn't have a relationship. You couldn't. You couldn't. Like, there's just no way. It's why it makes complete sense that uh, Suki uh, Stockhouse yeah, immediately was attracted <laughs> to Vampire yes. Bill. <laughs> I knew exactly yeah. where you were going with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all just a setup. To to talk about you could mysticism. be friends with me because I just blurt out what is on my mind already. So 
That's like that one fine. of the sweetest things Travis has ever said <laughs> to me. Be, yeah. <laughs> like, it's me talking about how I, I would really, kill myself I really like what my friend's thoughts were, and Travis going, I mean, you already hear what my thoughts are. Like that is Yeah. It'd be, no, it'd the, be nothing you have not heard before from me. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> wow. Ian, I have a lot of thoughts that you don't know about. Sorry. Yeah, you have a deep, rich inner life. That's we true. all do. I mean, I feel like using telepathy on Steven then is like looking into the event horizon. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> like, no, I get lost. <laughs> it, really would, it really would be staring into the abyss where you'd just be like, ah, no. It's ah. <laughs> like, Ian, what's wrong? What happened? Uh, 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 yeah, I'm just, I'm hunched over. I'm curled over screaming. You start like ripping pages and just like throwing them, putting stuff in your mouth. And, and then they're like, Dang, I'm what smiling, but I'm bleeding from both eyes. So it's just like, he just doesn't know where anything is. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> he has no memories. It's actually really fucked up. <laughs> I am human. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so after the opening credits, yeah. we meet the main characters. Yeah. Prue, Prue and Piper. In their nice house, their nice Victorian house, the so family in San Francisco for generations. So what? Big. I I can't imagine living in a house this big. The no. Manor. It would be scary. I talk about how living in my house with like like a, a a weird guy who doesn't leave his room anymore and a guy who's always out of the house is jarring. It's too large. The house is too large for me. That house. Like- Cool. I, I would love to live in a spooky house. I think that would rock. I think it's Phoebe That's who calls someone derisively calls someone a trust funder in this, and it's like you live in an inherited manor <laughs> in San Francisco. This is it's this is our second show that mostly hinges on uh, real estate prices in San Francisco yeah. and how they do need to just they just fucking sell the place, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, move somewhere fun. Sell this to Cheryl Sandberg or whatever. But yeah, so yeah, Piper and Prue, the Holly Marie Combs and Sharon Doherty characters, respectively, are talking about a need for maybe they could use the third roommate. And Piper's like, "Well, uh, our sister is Phoebe is back from New York, actually, uh, and uh, she's imagine, coming to stay with us." Imagine learning that your sister was moving back ten minutes before she comes in. Yeah, I'd be pretty mad. Yeah, I wouldn't be. <laughs> I'd happy be about so it. mad. And then when yeah. she shows up and is like, why are you so mad? Uh, a, that's a an very, easy fucking answer. A very understandable reason to be very mad. Was it Was it because she fucked a guy that her sister liked? Was that the reason? But apparently she know. didn't, and we'll never yeah, know. I choose to believe she did fuck that guy. Yeah, There's a whole did. thing about like Phoebe being slutty is like a recurring like, mm. thing um, Do you know how hard... Uh, just jumping ahead. Do you know how hard I laughed the first time the guy said, I'll get you, bitch! Because I thought of Bitch Hunter. <laughs> oh, what? Sure thought, what is that? Uh, which part? The the demon guy when he's like, I'll get you, bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The way he and says bitch in the two times. Bitch Hunter from 30 Rock, which is the best fake TV show on 30 Rock. <laughs> the the reason why the, the girly show exists, because they had a show called The Bitch Hunter that just features Will Ferrell kicking down a bathroom door <laughs> saying, I'll get you, bitches, with a shotgun. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's, it's like, you just like, this like, on national... <laughs> You re-aired Bitch Hunter on National Women's Day. <laughs> it was them trying to find the most stupidly offensive idea of a show. Yeah. And I think just about, have that. I probably think about Bitch Hunter every other day just because yeah. the words Bitch Hunter is so fucking funny. It's the like, thing you thing that I think about once every day now is, damn it, Johnny, you know I love my big beef and cheddar. <laughs> Said by Isabel Rossellini. A show that we still haven't done. 
Maybe, maybe it's next uh, week. Someday. It's not. Um, uh, but yeah, so Piper and Phoebe have a, or sorry, Prue and Phoebe have a cold relationship now, but they did find a spirit board that says, to my be- three beautiful girls, may this give you the light to find the shadows, the power, the power of three will set you free. Love Moss, Moss named her, shit, I can't remember, fish or journal or <laughs> something. Two <true>? similar things. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. She named some item or animal from her kid Prue after the character Prue. Yeah, of course. I'm about That's to start how doing the that. show she was. Just yeah. name oh, Prue's your favorite. Yeah. I figured you would like Piper. Yeah, Piper's cool. Matt said we he was like about Piper. to start doing that then. Yeah, I was just like she's the one who's, you know, like the secret ingredient. It's port. Which okay, I have issues with this scene. <laughs> I uh, that's why I set it up. Uh, first of all, it's a ristorante and the chef is French. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that no, the okay. chef is. It was I one of the, the worst French accents I have no, ever heard. This is no, it's not so wait, hold on. bad. It's <laughs> it not like, that the chef is French. The chef is an American doing a French accent in the show. Oh, his is name he? is Chef oh, Moore. Really? That's my oh. assumption. When she was like, "Okay, Chef Moore," but he didn't like, drop his name it. is not. His he name is not it at all. Chef yeah. Bordeaux. We never heard. Wait, hold on. Time out. I don't know. Right. Is, 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 is Travis's argument that there can be no French person with the last name more? <laughs> no, I, no. I think it's heavily implied that he's just an American doing a French Chef accent. De Bourgogne. <laughs> I don't know. I'm down for this reading, yeah. but do you yeah, have any other textual evidence beyond yeah. the fact that it is a bad accent and his name is more? I think it was a bit. I that, think that was the I thing. hope so. that did I not answer like, the question. Okay. But imagine, imagine having a boss so committed to this bit. I mean, I yeah. know we literally did you, this bit earlier. Yeah, you have but this like, boss. But like, it's it's so it's so strange to imagine your boss just pretending that they're French the entire time. Talking like, like this Pepe is a Le Pew. Yeah. this is a Larry the Cable Guy level bit where it's like when I am employed, <laughs> I talk like this. Outside of my employment, <laughs> I I don't talk like this. Yeah, I think that's what he's doing. Anyway, it's still a ristorante, and this guy is still pretending to be French. Uh, man up, do a fake Italian accent if you're gonna do a fake accent. Uh, and so you, also wanted, you wanted him to taste the sauce and go, "Oh, marron, mamma mia!" Mamma mia! Putting the fucking port raw, just like yeah, squirting what is going a little on port on top of the bite of food that this guy was gonna take. You know what? That's gonna taste like fucking shit. That's a She's stupid terrible. move. She it's filled up really bad. She filled up a, a, a turkey paste, a measuring cup. No, no, she filled <laughs> up a measuring cup with port, as if to put it into the sauce. You're like, okay, fine, sure. That, I'm, I'm following. I'm tracking. Yeah. And then she freezes time. Yeah. And she, instead of what I w- thought she was going to do, which is finish the sauce and then give him a new fork. Yeah. Instead, she puts she room just, temp port. Via a turkey Un- baster. Uncooked. Un- insane way. <laughs> she takes a turkey baster, which is not like a fucking needle. She <laughs> she fills up enough that it looks like she's about to squirt it all over his shirt. And instead just adds the tiniest little drop, like one drop of port. Yeah. <laughs> Onto some pasta. And he turns in to the food critic from Ratatouille the moment he bites. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers his he whole childhood. Back to his childhood. When his mom made when him... Is, when his American mother, <laughs> pretending to be French, would eat him port. <laughs> when he sucked at the teat of a port bag. <laughs> it was like, oh, I remember my life. I assume they do do that in, in, in France. You just get 
wine fed as a baby. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is one of two great food moments in in this uh, in this first episode. The other one being so, uh, somebody going in for a kiss and just saying pizza, hamburgers, and then they kiss. <laughs> I get so turned off when you talk about food. <laughs> it reminded me of the scene. What did you think I was going to end the show with? <laughs> it reminded me of the scene in a um, uh, a fish called Wanda. Where it's just like, Jamie Lee Curtis is like, I get attracted when you speak other languages. And then he just starts naming like food dishes in a bad <laughs> accent after running out of things to say. <laughs> or the uh, Flight of the Concord song that's just a shopping list, La but in nas. French. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a great, great track. Classic. Super. So, yeah, it's great. Uh, anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's so fine. They break out the spirit board. Yeah. And Phoebe's like, whoa, it's talking to us. Well, they break out like, You're the just doing definitely not. Copyright infringing Ouija it's board. Not a Ouija, no, no. Yeah. it's a spirit <laughs> board. Who owns Ouija? Is it Milton Bradley? Or Probably. Is it, uh, yeah. One or of Hasbro? I don't know. I feel I like they maybe Hasbro. merged. I think it might be Hasbro. Um, Matt, you seen Ouija: Spirit of Evil or whatever mm, that movie's no. called? What is that? That's shocking to me. You've not watched that. The is Ouija really shocking franchise. to me that you. <laughs> I am surprised that you have not. I seen heard that. I've heard that they're good or like same. the sequels good, but not the first one. Something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. So is it maybe the same thing with Escape oh, Room. Seems like another I, I one of those. Definitely see this. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, I will. I thought you'd be a big Ouija head. Yeah, I'll, I'll report uh, back. But yeah, it starts spelling the word attic, and they're like, "Well, we have this attic we've not been able to open since we moved back in here." So Phoebe goes up and the attic opens on its own and there's like a storm outside and stuff and she finds a fucking a chest that then she opens and finds the Book of Shadows. The Book of Shadows. Cool name. Okay. At some uh, point they're powers like, are lame. I'd like to like we have the potential to have witch powers and there are members of the party of people who could have witch powers who are like I don't want that. Do you relate to this at all? No, this really, no. this I kind of it took me out I mean, of the you've show. I mean, you seen enough bit. superhero things where you're like, uh, you this you know can be overwhelming burden to have, but I think like having a witch power is not really like being their Spider-Man witch powers are all, are like pretty, perfectly convenient to have. Yeah, you can especially if it's pretty light. It only becomes overwhelming when you do take to heart that uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Uh, a phrase, of course, we all know was popularized by the current Kendrick Lamar tour where that is one at one point said aloud by a narrator <laughs> before God. he plays one of his songs. God. Uh, but um, I, on the other hand, would absolutely be selfish at best. At worst, I would probably wind up being a bit more a like monster. a super villain. Yeah. <laughs> but if if all you could do is like move stuff with your mind, I'd be mad if I got that one. You'd be like you'd be like uh, you could you uh, underestimate the usefulness of that and I can illuminate you on such ways as that in an offline conversation. Matt. Yeah. Well, Ian, okay. The thing is you would be like a supervillain, but you'd be like a supervillain in in the way that like Avalanche is the bad guys in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, yeah. yeah. You'd, oh yeah. You'd, you'd you'd start destroying Mako reactors and hurting yeah. the president and, of Shinra, mm-hmm. like and other things that could potentially uh, cause me to be investigated by a variety of agencies. <laughs> were we to say them, but we'll just let your imagination handle the rest. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. right. All I'm like, saying is, if like you can Shinra. only move small objects, you can at least get a couple wheel, a couple screws off of a tire, you yeah. know, and that can cause some damage to some people, you know? That's maybe true. maybe That's a brake line goes. Who could say? Who could say? And what's going to happen? Are they going to be like, oh, you were in the vicinity. We have video of you walking by the it's tire the and looking at it? the sign outside the of the ice cream place just miraculously fell. 
know. It's the perfect crime. Yeah, yeah. Who could say? Travis is uh, very smartly being incredibly silent. <laughs> the sign outside of the ice cream store conveniently had so many letters fall off that it now says free and they had to give you free ice cream. <laughs> and where those letters <laughs> fell, who could say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they, f- they discover the power of three if they read this incantation. So so one of them, uh, just just Phoebe does the uh, does the incantation and then they're all like, ah, well, shit. Does it bother uh, anyone else? Does it bother anyone else if you're doing all P names? Doesn't Phoebe feel like kind of like a cop-out yes, name? Like 100%. you lost the alliteration yeah. while keeping they fixed technically it. having the letter? No, they didn't. She's the one who's still, she's still there. Never mind. Uh, I get Prue is a weird name. Well, it's Prudence. I, Prudence. Mm. Matt, did you say Phoebe because it's what Dino Spumoni or <laughs> that one celebrity <laughs> calls, <laughs> calls Phoebe <laughs> when she wins a free? It might be. A Maybe whole that's episode. why. There's a, there's a whole episode where Helga's best friend Phoebe wins a radio competition to hang out with a celebrity wow. who has a pop song. I don't actually think it's Dino Spumoni. I think it's some more famous. No, because like, Dino Spumoni is right. a Frank He's Sinatra the old, old yeah. washed out guy. And she, he calls her Phoebe the entire time. He has like a weird, he has like a vague foreign accent or something. Yeah, let me find, let me yeah. find oh, out man. who celebrity Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> probably that's what it's from. I don't know. <laughs> it makes me want to say Powerline, but that's Goof Troop or from the Goofy movie or whatever. I don't know. Rank your top fictional boy band slash <laughs> pop artist. Uh, what's the one uh, from um, Josie and the Pussycats? Josie the and the Pussycats. Backdoor Lover. I was gonna say Josie and the Pussycats. No, 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 no. That's the their who rival replaces band. them after they after they refuse oh. to buy, uh, to buck to corporate interest, so they're killed in a plane crash. If I remember Josie and the Pussycats correctly. Anyway, Prue has telekinesis now. Yep. Piper can freeze time by or free uh, molecular mobilization is technically her power. I'm uh, sorry. What? Okay, that's actually she can wild. freeze the mole- She can freeze the molecules of things around to make them stop moving. That is. Significantly more powerful than just a <laughs> little blip of time of it. Yeah, because yeah. if you can freeze the molecules, it means that you are able to manipulate them on like a small individual yeah, you level. Target things yeah. individually. You could also probably split them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she can create the atom bomb. <laughs> like I'm just saying, if your power is literally the manipulation of molecules in this small time, anyway, you could probably pull. You could probably split them. And then Phoebe has premonitions, which is definitely the worst of these powers, I feel. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Nightmare power. I don't need that. So then the next morning, they, also the scary Jallo monster villain is just uh, was outside of their house the whole time, and yeah. then he leaves. Um, so the next I, morning, Prue's like, well, that was dumb. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to work. And her boss, who's also her ex-fiance. Uh, Messy. Don't do yeah. that. Don't do yeah. that. Who now calls her Miss Hollowell or whatever? Just like, Who is she? Olivia Wilde in the uh, Don't Worry Darling press tour? <laughs> this guy is the first of two characters in this show to talk like a bad guy <laughs> in a way that no one does. And, I and love it's it. so specific. It's so specific, like. Well, you should have probably thought about the way that you are treating me when da ba da ba da ba da. Oh, I'm doing you a favor. I, if I hadn't done this, then someone else, the board would have gotten someone else to take over the exhibit. It's like, it's so clearly the evil guy that it almost makes me want to, like, see how people respond to that. Like, I really yeah. would like to, like, go to a bar and just see if people will talk to, like, talk to me if I try to talk like the bad guy <laughs> because of how much 
people are just like, yeah, this is normal. This guy's fine. This seems yeah, fine. Like this, oh, it's, it's my <laughs> boss. What can I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he talks like yeah. a villain. He's speaking, in, he's speaking in what I call the Fraser voice, where it feels like it's supposed to be an accent, but it's just like... Pretend that is American. interesting. Yeah. It is interesting because Niles really does talk like a bad guy. That's a good, yeah. That's a no, good Niles point. talks like a good sweet boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fraser is the villain. Niles just is Niles just is the kindly Niles one. Is a good sweet boy does not mean he talks like a good sweet boy. <laughs> he talks. He talks just like a good, good <laughs> sweetie. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, then she his penna explodes in his pocket, and then later on um, when she's confronting him in his office when she's quitting her job uh, and he threatens to like blow up her whole career prospects she leaves and then his necktie starts just choking him and he has to cut them with scissors and then he goes what the hell was that I am <laughs> glad that he addresses that that was wild <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pen exploding you're like ah oh, that fucking sucks but like I guess it could happen yeah. yeah your tie strangling you is the moment where you're like I need to rethink something my life supernatural happened yeah. here something uh, supernatural has happened to me <laughs> but the thing that would suck the thing that would suck is right she quits Right, she quits. So first of all, he's interacted with her for a really long time. Think about this guy. He's interacted with her for a really long time. Nothing magical has happened. Yes. His his necktie chokes him one day. She quits. Presumably, he does not interact with her again. This is the only thing. He has nothing yeah. to thread together. <laughs> yeah. he, has, he just it's just this one off for as long as he lives. There's just the day where his necktie choked him, and he probably <laughs> never runs into anything else magical. I mean, and he never just wear a tie to, again. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, for all we know, though. It could be a reoccurring thing in this show that he bumps into her, and then she does something awful to him. With powers, and then he's just like living out the plot of the 2009 film My Super Ex Girlfriend. <laughs> it could be <laughs> a movie I have be. seen. Honestly, uh, honestly, if watched it on TV one is, day, Travis is one of like I don't know ten people who saw that movie. <laughs> that I guess. is insane. I watched it on TV one day. It was on. If I'm that okay. guy. If I'm that guy, that universe is way, way more preferable because then I can start to link. I can start to like link the events yes. and be like, oh, my ex is a witch. You know what? Yeah. I might be crazy, but my brain's telling me my ex is a witch. Supernatural you're in the coffee shop. You around. see her. You're like, I got to get out of here. Right. You're right. so nervous. You spill coffee on yourself, but you think she forced you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she accidentally ruins your life because of your own anxiety. You keep you keep blabbing about how she's a witch and people think you're just being misogynist and you're like no literally she does black <laughs> magic and she you start calling up. her a wizard because people just think that you're sexist yeah. <laughs> you're just like no 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 you keep having she's to go I'm not user. sexist it's like the episode of what we do in the shadows where um, Naja has to keep reinforcing that she likes Gale she just doesn't like Gale with Nandor yeah. Uh, I like Gale. Why does everyone say I don't? It's just that where you're like, she's yeah. not. I'm not saying she's a bitch. I'm saying she's literally an evil witch who does magic <laughs> against me. I know what it sounds like, but that's so much. Be it's still that's better. better than it's it's still better than this thing, thing happened one time and you because you would convince yourself that you were crazy. You yeah. just would. Eventually, I wouldn't, 20 years different. down the line, you'd be like, remember that day my necktie choked me? I had to cut it off uh, or I would have died. Yeah. 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 Maybe he got uh, off on it. Who knows? Then we already we already talked about what Piper's uh, first experience with the power is. Yeah. And then 
Uh, Phoebe's riding her bike and she sees two uh, premonition of two boys on roller skates getting hit. No, by they a don't car, even. They didn't she, get uh, hit in the premonition. By, in the premonition, they don't get hit by a car. So then she <laughs> yes, makes them do. not get hit in a different way. Uh, uh, and yeah, in the they premonition, the car, she, like, <laughs> they, they seem no, probably fine. In the yeah, yeah. In the premonition, they, in the premonition she sees they them. They run into a car. Yeah. that is like they stopping. run into a car and then pretend to get injured, and then they're like, "You owe me five hundred dollars." Yeah, yeah, they're the kids in Better Call Saul. <laughs> yeah, <they're doing, laughs> yeah, they are the kids. Yeah, <laughs> or the Saints Row uh, insurance scam mini games. Um, Travis, how are you handling the fact that the new Saints Row game is apparently atrocious? I will wait till it's on sale to like. Well, I you saw will a bad play review, it. and then I've also seen some. I've seen some reviews that were like, it's pretty good. Like okay. I say, the first review I saw was, it's really boring. Uh, it's definitely a, not a, a, a day one purchase for me. Um, anyway, so Phoebe just crashes her own bike in front of the kids to stop them from going into the intersection, and the car gets out and helps them. And she winds up not even needing like a sling or anything. She just goes to the hospital and then comes back. Yeah, and uh, it's totally lame, but when she is at the hospital, uh, Prue bumps into her ex, the detective guy, you know? Yeah. Who reveals that he has definitely stalked her, which is, you know, hey. Yeah, he'd been on, also seen on TV earlier, and uh, Phoebe was like, ah, oh, someone got whacked. And they were like, you've been living in New York too long. Also, the we, the best piece of dialogue in this entire episode is during one of those TV broadcasts. And um, Piper looks over and she just goes, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> which was amazing. <laughs> It was great exposition. Astounding. Just someone looks over and goes, Hey, that's my boyfriend. And I'm like, who are you saying this to? <laughs> I mean, I could see that happening in real life. I was I was gonna say I was gonna say if my girlfriend did anything like remotely notable, I would probably say, Hey, that's my girlfriend. But like, it was I just just, I just like, you would say it with you say literally any inflection. She's it, was, like, it was such a flat, hey, that's my boyfriend. That's very funny to say. <laughs> Continues watching the news. Yeah, she runs into him, and they have a weird, sexually tense conversation over shitty, uh, shitty hospital coffee. Yeah, and then the uh, most erotic of drinks. Piper's on her date with said boyfriend Jeremy, and who was just clear, who was just waiting behind her at a phone booth, and is like Pepper, pepperoni. Yeah, <laughs> uh, cheeseburger, tortillas, bacon, lettuce. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. They have one of the weirdest Butter. public kisses I've ever seen. Uh, garlic, garlic, port on a piece of pasta. Mm. <laughs> so Stephen ran out of foods to joke <laughs> about and just said something from the episode. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, says she made her signature. I love that they yeah. never say just what it turkey is. Turkey on pasta. <laughs> they only are just like anyone who's had your signature dish. It's like the g- it's like a video game where you can name your character, but everyone refers to you <laughs> as something else, so that they can't yeah. say that part. <laughs> oh, Instead gosh. of it's like, what's your favorite food? And you wrote it in, and then they're like, ah, your signature dish. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a problem that came about during voice acting because before voice acting they just type out the thing that you typed in, right. but yeah. they didn't have the voice actor saying every single food in the, the world plus the history. The, uh, the history in. of all mediums is innovation actually uh, ruining something. That is true. <laughs> color film when they switched over to color and talking, it really did impact things negatively in film. Yeah, so uh, we learned that Prue's power activates like sort of automatically if she's angry about something which phoebe can trigger just by like saying the name like dad or roger and then she's like i'm instantly mad enough to move stuff 
it's so weird how mad it's she weird. gets about her dad because when dad appears in the finale, seems like a Every, great guy. <laughs> you know, probably because Prue's dead. <laughs> and then everyone else probably liked it. <laughs> Jesus. It's just her. Uh, yeah, and then we finally we get the reveal that Jeremy, uh, Mr. Hamburger Pizza, is a <laughs> warlock. And is the one who's been killing witches. Uh, it's also, like, this doesn't please, even please, talk please. about His father was Mr. Hamburger Pizza. This He's doesn't even Jeremy. talk about the detectives talking about occult shops or whatever and trying to figure out the pattern here. But we find out it's Jeremy... And sometimes he speaks in a scary demon voice. Yeah, which is sick. Like, when he says bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he turns into Tyler, the creator, bitch yeah. shifted. <laughs> yeah, he's the word bitch. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, cool people burn shit. Fuck school. <laughs> and uh, is stealing, stealing, stealing the powers Wolf. of witches. Gang. Wolf. Yeah. Gang. I mean, it was scary to be confronted by Odd Future fans for a while. Uh <laughs> You know, in like 2010. And, so, and now they're all see. just now they're all just like wonderful trans people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they used to be like these are literal like the teens that will kill us all. Or whatever. And instead, and all like, of those teens no, mellowed we're all out. going through a journey. <laughs> yeah, all of those teens mellowed out. They're now on like a hormone drug, and they're just wonderful people. Everyone oh, that's God. not trans is gay, and they all just want to support each other. It's so yeah. sweet. And they're like, yeah, those early albums actually sucked. Uh, uh, this thus begins sort of like the whole rest of the episode is Jeremy chasing them around being like, oh, oh, doing bitch uh, hunter uh, at them. Uh, uh, and uh, uh. yeah, doing one of these terrible distorted voices. <laughs> that, and yeah, like Piper got away from him by freezing him in an elevator at first. And then they do voodoo on him. Piper, by- Piper, had, Piper had literally um, all the time in the world to defeat this man. Yeah. And instead she was just like... Mm, I'll give uh, myself a slight mm, advantage. Yeah. Mm, uh, She's not an offensive uh, character. Although I read she does eventually learn martial arts. Hell yeah. Like she didn't she even fucking martial take his arts, knife. B- even though she can freeze time. Yeah. So but yes. So basically, yeah. The rest of it, they do voodoo on him by wrapping a rose around a doll of him, and so he grows thorns all over his body, and he's like, "Ah!" But then he <laughs> survived that. You know, trying trying to wrap up here. Yeah. No. No. He no. I mean, it's just break silly. Into house, confront them in the attic, and they they try and block him with a uh, th- desk and, th- and a. Plank and, He's like, and then he tears through it all. You think that a desk can stop me? You yeah. think bitch. that a door can stop me, bitch? bitch? You think that a plank can stop me, bitch? Yeah, could you just could you just He's the that Freddy Krueger knockoff thing from Rick and Morty. He uh, literally he's, is. Like he's <laughs> literally that. Dude. And then they beat him in the lamest way possible by holding hands and saying power of three. Oh, a yeah, bunch that was of yeah. So yeah. He puts yeah. a oh, fire around them. And then he's like, if there I, are dozens of us. And if know, there was <laughs> there's demons. All, he does. There's demons everywhere. He holds Forms one corn dog in the imagine. air as they tackle him to the ground and he explodes. The rest of this television series will you be taking on various demons and monsters. <laughs> this is the last you'll see of us. And then, yeah, very <laughs> if cheesy. I was, if I was one of the three girls, I would literally have been like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You could move shit with your brain. You you can freeze time, and I can. I forget what the third person can do. Premonition. She can see the. She can see the near future. Sure, whatever. She. Mm, I don't know about this, but like the other two, like why aren't you using your powers to fight, and why are we chanting? Like that was a yeah. real stab in the dark. No one knew that that was, was gonna. Yeah. Unless so someone premi- premonist it. And Matt is definitely going to watch more charm. Oh, or yeah. would watch more I charm. I absolutely would. Uh, will I right now? Probably not, but it's on the list now. 
This show fucking rocks. I say, did Jill watch these with you? And is she down? We we both had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a chance that I watch this entire series over the next. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Go off, King. Which which I really I don't think so. Appearing in that moment, (laughs) tremendous. Here she is. Amazing comedic timing. Uh, I would not watch more Charmed. Uh, Why not? The finale. It's a blast. Oh, thank you. It was the most. It was one of the more entertaining shows we've watched in a while. That is true. Yeah. Um, as long as you'll admit that, cool. We're we're on good terms here. Okay, so the finale of Charmed called Forever Charmed, classic type of finale. Oh, can title. we can we talk about the other uh, the other title that you found from? Uh, <laughs> uh, there there is at some point a mummy related episode that is titled E2 Mummy Tambien, <laughs> and it made me think: Did they see that movie, <laughs> and do they know what it's about? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I do like the idea that they're... I, mean, I really think that they're like, okay, it's about a mummy. Uh, what's a pun? Yeah. You know? Like, it's really just... It, that's as far as it goes. Yeah. That's just such if a great... What gonna, a pull. What a film to choose to reference. <laughs> Yo, it was an acclaimed film at the time. One of the <laughs> interns had watched that movie yeah. recently and was like, wouldn't this be funny? Yeah. It seems I like a movie they go I should on, watch. I can only imagine they go on a road trip and take turns <laughs> fucking the mummy and then each other. <laughs> what happens in that movie? Uh, <laughs> just a really hot that- mummy that's like... It's the only episode where the sisters kiss. Yeah. You know, they, they, they have a little kiss. Finally an answer like, to the, oh, to the question, do- what's hotter than two chicks making out, three chicks making out? <laughs> chicks, chicks making out. And a mummy. <laughs> After fucking a mummy. Yeah. yeah. After fucking a mummy who uh, it's revealed uh, is dying. Um, <laughs> yeah, that movie is weird. So anyway, weird he went from that and then he, he did that movie and they instantly were like, let's have you do Harry Potter. There's not a movie he did in between. <laughs> what? It's, those are back to back in his filmography are Itu Mama Tambien and Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> the Prisoner of Azkaban is like... <laughs> One of the weirdest is, is one of the weirdest movies to exist because it really is like a stylistic curveball in in Harry Potter. It's like yeah, 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 and then whoa, and then like back. What? No, we're done with that. We're I not remember, doing that. Yeah, like, well, we case. had the home, we had. It's the one that people who don't who otherwise aren't into those movies like because they like Quaron. Yeah. And the first two movies are by the fucking Home Alone guy. Yeah. And then there's that, and then it's David Yates for the rest. People. Hate people who like Harry Potter hate that movie, and and it's I one of the seen weirdest. Since it came out, and I liked it then, but I was twelve, so right. I don't know. <laughs> right, but it's like you know, you have your Harry Potter adult friends. They're like Prisoner of Azkaban was too. I weird. do not have any too of those weird. friends. I'm proud. I I, I don't That's have a single one. Well, of those these days, yeah, these days people are uh, even the ones that were like that are like, yeah, well, you know, we don't need to talk about it. I don't, you know, it's been a long time since I've known someone who's like. I'm a Slitherpuff. Uh, but yeah. Proud to not know, not know any Harry Potter adults. Proud to not know anybody who thinks they're a witch. I've never heard anyone say the phrase, I'm a Slitherpuff. Oh, really? Well, yeah. you lucked out yeah. on the time, the brief period where people were like, what if you're kind of in between two houses? What if you can't, <laughs> what if you can't decide from one of four? <laughs> so you're kind of, you want to really have your cake and eat it too with a thing where as I'm brave you know, and evil perfectly stated years ago. Yeah. You know, brave, evil, smart, and miscellaneous. Just pick one. <laughs> anyway, uh, Alfonso Cuaron, what a career. Um, <laughs> 
that for, is nothing forever to do with anything charmed. that we watched. Just learning that existed. Yeah, Forever Charmed, uh, which takes place. A climactic battle had just occurred in the last episode, and apparently Paige, uh, the Rose McGowan character. Okay, so yeah. as we kind of alluded to, or we talked about a little bit, if you if you to catch people up, uh, Shannon Doherty gets fired from the show and killed off uh, after season three. Oh, she got canned. Rose McGowan as the half sister. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's unclear. Yeah, I think well, it was. It's like it's, it was contract. It depends who you stuff. ask. It, it depends yeah. who you ask. That she was feuding with Alyssa Milano. There's probably contract Very funny stuff thing there. To do. Alyssa Milano becomes a producer on the show <laughs> as the time comes, and they bring feuding in Rose with, McGowan. Feuding with Alyssa Milano is a funny yeah, thing to do. That's hilarious. People do it all the time now. Rose McGowan does it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, but Shannon Doherty had this rep as like being a huge pain in the ass to work with and like also left 90210 under similar circumstances. And so they bring in Rose McGowan, who was like an indie film actress at the time. And she's their half sister, who's also half white later, which is what they call a guardian angel, basically. If you're wondering what the fuck is a white lighter every time they said that during this episode, as I did, that's what they are. I didn't investigate. There's also things called dark lighters, um, which wow. reminded me that there is, I believe, a Star Wars expanded universe character named Biggs Dark Lighter. Um, sure. Yeah, I don't know what the dark lighters do. They're like, they seem bad. Uh, sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Paige is half white lighter and half witch, but she and Phoebe were killed in the ultimate battle or whatever that also demolished the manor. Uh, so we actually had destruction of the main set in the penultimate episode, yeah, apparently. Well. Um, doesn't so Pipe, it's not up to Piper to bring I them back. I do like the idea of making the final battle not the final episode. Like that, yeah. that, that makes me happy. This is the end. Yeah. So <laughs> it's up to Piper to bring her sisters back and like rectify this whole situation. So she calls uh, a time traveling Cupid named Coop. Okay, that's my sure. note. <laughs> uh, time traveling Cupid named Coop. Can, okay. can we put His Victor Webster, Coop? who plays Coop, on on serious watch? What else is so he, he was also in Drop Dead Diva, Baywatch Hawaii, Sex in the City, Bones, and this. I, I he's a guy who's going to yeah he's going to show up, but in never stuff. in an episode that we saw. Never in an episode that we saw, but he's come so close that he has to be on watch. I also saw in the credits that there's someone in this episode named Ivan Sergey, and I was like, I bet he's the villain. And then I looked him up, and he's Italian American. His name Ivan is Ivan Sergei Serge. Guadio, and he has like no <laughs> Russian. It's of Dutch and Italian descent, and he plays oh, he, the guy that's Dutch? like a probation officer that's married to Paige. Yeah, huh. so that really fucked me yeah. up. Um, but yeah, there's a Cupid named Coop, and he's like, "Yeah, of course I can time travel. I just follow love." And I'm like, "Of course you can. That's yeah, why not? That's right. That is how it works. We all know how Cupids are." Uh, using his ring and just thinking about a person really hard, and then you time travel to something. Yeah. Or other. Really no problem uh, at all. So so Piper and, and her husband Leo, uh, who is himself a white lighter, they're like, Okay, let's think about Paige. Or let's or Phoebe. Sorry, we're thinking about Phoebe. And they zap into nineteen seventy five on uh, her parents having sex. Possibly like my assumption was like, Oh, are they conceiving Phoebe right now? Is that like where you where you went back to? But I think it's like, no, you just you over you overshot it somehow, and now you're talking to your parents, uh, who are happily married and not divorced, uh, and they only have two children and aren't expecting a third. So, kind of implying Phoebe is maybe an accident, or maybe they planned on her later. Sure, uh, I think I think that I think they implied that Phoebe was not only an accident but like just conceived. 
Like, I yeah. think that like, was based that on the way that she, like, yeah, moments yeah, the, that came in. Like, they were like, oh, we thought about Phoebe and we ended up here. That How does that make any sense? And then she, like, looks down at her belly and they catch her parents in bed. Like, I feel like it's heavily implied that that is the moment of Phoebe coming to It's, it's implied that that dude has the fastest sperm in the world also. And, like, just instantly she's like, I'm pregnant now. <laughs> it just got out of bed. That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, he has, like, armor-piercing sperm. <laughs> well, they are the charmed ones. Like, they're yeah. special. Yeah, that's a good point. Special well, he's not, special though. He's, he's not, not descended from witch stock. He's, he's is, yeah, though, he could be anybody. Mm. He's just some guy. So, yeah, uh, their parents take this pretty weirdly well of being like, oh, so our daughter, now 30 years older, just popped into here, huh? Like, this is weird. Because her mom, being a witch, is like, I'm familiar with weird magic shit. And the dad's like, yeah, she's into some weird magic shit, I guess. I'm... <laughs> You know, I don't totally wrap my head around it, but but sure, we're yeah. Happy. <laughs> and they then have to explain to her. She's like, yeah. So uh, Phoebe, or, or it's like, so yeah, Phoebe and a daughter that you don't know that you will have yet. Like two two daughters you don't know that you will have uh, die. So I'm back here to. I accidentally wound up back here, but I'm trying to get them resurrect them. Notably, Prue not mentioned. <laughs> um, besides being like, oh yeah, she's five. <laughs> Like she doesn't be like, what happens to Prue? It's just like, yeah, we have her too. She's around. I somewhere. love it. That's she so funny. Exists somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, that stuff always rules. We have to address this for continuity purposes, but but, but there's a yeah. feud with Alyssa Milano <laughs> that Alyssa must yeah, be on it as well. Yeah. Prue Prue got killed by a guy named Shax, who is the like right hand man of the source of all evil, who is like the main antagonist of the first four seasons. Wow. Apparently. Okay, so which one do you like more? Like, if you had to choose, if this was your show and a, a person who you planned on having in the future, you were like, no, fuck them, they're gone. Yeah. A, and their character, like, and their character is integral. Yeah. A, you you shove them out, replace them with a new character who plays their exact role and has a different name and have, like, weird lore reasons for that, but also just barely acknowledge them. Or B, you just change the actor and call them the same name and just don't acknowledge that they now look way different. I feel like it depends on the show, yeah. and I feel like in this case, they were like, fuck you, you're dying, yeah, and not yeah, just yeah. you're being replaced. Yeah. I, th- I think the former is always funnier, so I'm, I'm generally happy with that. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, on a good show, I don't know how you how you uh, how because you do like it. I, I I always really think about Donna on Twin Peaks and how they they yeah. really unabashedly are like this is Donna. Yeah, you it's know Donna. Donna. You know Donna, the person. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't have to acknowledge that she looks completely different now. They That's do kind Donna. of right. Do I they? think I, I feel like they acknowledge it in like a way that. Seems like it's trying to be like graceful. David Lynch is like winking. Yeah, yeah, and it's just not. Anyway, the show that did that best was definitely the Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, even though it wasn't doing it from a show, it was doing it from a movie. But Wet Hot American Summer, uh, ten years later, when like Bradley Cooper was too busy, so they replaced him with Adam Scott, and he was like, "I got a nose job." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but when it's a comedy, <laughs> it's, it's comedy, fine. You can do whatever like, you it's want. Just... Yeah, in a drama, it's weird. There was yeah. a weird recast in Better Call Saul uh, for this last season, but it was for a character that like had only been seen a couple times before. But when you look at the two of them, it's like who this is a totally different I, energy. Do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what my favorite one was? Have you been through Rivervale yet? Matt? No. Oh, no, okay. I, pa- I paused Riverdale I, I to I watch should... Nancy Drew, so I'll get back to Riverdale in like 
a couple months probably. Do you want me? Do you want me to talk about what they do with with a? Do recast? they find the original uh, actor who played um who's the muscly Asian he, guy? Reggie. Reggie. Yeah. Do they wow. go, Do they talk to old Reggie or something? Does he? Yeah, do, okay, so Matt, you really don't want me to. I know. I really him. don't care. So they bring back Reggie, old Reggie, and just have him. Uh, old Reggie and have him just appear in the universe where new Reggie still exists. And <laughs> Veronica, who is still dating Reggie, right. uh, is getting hit on by old Reggie <laughs> and then tries to convince them both to have a threesome with her. Oh my God. And old Reggie's and old Reggie is down and new Reggie is like, Fuck no, I'm not, I'm not having a threesome with you and alternate universe. Me who is played by the actor who used to play me. I was like, this is fucking amazing. That's so good. Like you guys are really crushing it. Like, yeah, that's, that's good. That's good stuff. What a show. Uh, but yeah, Prue is fixing up. You mentioned yeah. we're also simultaneously seeing Billy, the uh, character played by Kaylee, a uh, young Kaylee Cuoco, who was apparently like a like mentored by Paige or whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, it's very funny to be like Kaylee Cuoco. This show's so long ago. She looks so young, and like the Big Bang Theory started like a year after yeah. this, and that's what she's famous for. Yeah, I, I, um, I was like, I know this name. <laughs> I knew the name from being part of this podcast, not because I recognized yeah. it as uh, like being associated she's with. She's on uh, the flight attendant on HBO Max now. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. We uh, all watched that one. So, but yeah, she. Uh, you know, had instigated this cataclysmic battle to some extent and her sister died in it. And she's like, wow, this sucks. This isn't what I wanted at all. Uh, <laughs> we need to restart this as well. This had the, this, this brought uh, in the once upon a time energy where it's just a barrage of just like nonsense. My head is hurting. And yeah, <laughs> like all of the fucking time travel in this is just, I like, I stopped trying to make sense of it. Yeah. Cause we get, so here our time travel path here. We have, Piper and Leo going back and seeing young Hollowell mom, Patty, yeah. uh, and young version of her dad, Victor, who we are introduced to earlier, or we see earlier in this episode, and like they have a good relationship with him, so it's also weird going back to the pilot where they're like, he's dead to yeah. us. Uh, we get that. Then they're like, okay, we just need to go a little more forward in time. Or she goes, let's see Grams, but they didn't specify which Grams. Yeah. And they go forward in time and find old Piper and old Leo playing Scrabble, trying to spell the name of like a demon from a previous season. That's so uh, lame. And they're like, we've been expecting you. Uh, okay. Because we yeah, did this they did also. Have, they did have 50 years to come up with a bit for when past them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like comes and sits. They had 50 years to be like, what would be funny? Let's be playing Scrabble and arguing over the demon name. Yeah. <laughs> And, and we you, we brought you cookies and stuff. I don't know. It kind of feels like the Oracle scene from the first Matrix. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Don't worry about that but, face. Uh, what's the line where she's like, oh, a really Baker Noggin is... I forget what the, the follow-up is. I don't know. Yeah. That scene's good. Great, this scene's great scene. This, is, this stupid. is stupid as hell. Uh, <laughs> this is, once upon a, this yeah. is the most once upon a time scene in the episode, in my opinion. Yeah, so they have to. They have wind up being like, okay, we got to go back again, and we'll go see our grandma, who then faints because she's seeing her daughter alive because her daughter died, which she doesn't know. So they have to be like, oh yeah, you died. That does happen eventually. Like, sorry to let you know that you die before you. Your mom outlives you. And she's like, well, I. She's like, I'm gonna put that in the back pocket for now. Basically, <laughs> she's like, let's. We'll, we'll not think about that yeah. one. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they they really do make the mom deal with the fact that like 
like in addition to this, the mom deal with the fact that she's gonna die like fairly soon. Like they really like it just gets implied every which way that the mother is going to die like relatively soon, yeah. and nobody just has to kind of deal with that. Yeah. Well, she has to get divorced first and stuff too. That's true. <laughs> and, which seems yeah. to bother her a lot more. Um, which is fair, frankly. What else is going on here? This is so many proper Who's nouns. Who's Wyatt? As Ian said. There are a lot night. of proper nouns. Wyatt uh, is one of Piper's sons, and we see the adult version of him and his other brother. Also, apparently, there was a bad future where he became like a dictator. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he looks like how I picture Eli Manning to look in my head. Uh, I, 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 that, that was my note. I don't, He's I, much more handsome than Eli Manning. Um, I can... But also not that far off. Uh, he's the one that doesn't have like a stupid beard, right? Yeah. I, I think he was the clean shaven one. He does look a little, he, I could sort of see some evil. All right. I'm not totally wrong. Uh, like, uh, meanwhile, the other guy who talks like an evil person, a demon named like Dumont. Dumain. Dumain. She's just like, Hey, what if we, what if we kept all of the consonants from demon and changed <laughs> some of the vowels? <laughs> um, oh, it's just this like is a wild choice. <laughs> hey, this guy's name is basically Demon, and he talks evilly. Um, are we? How do we? How do we feel about this guy? He's probably fine. Probably he's fine. got dumb hair, and he's like, you should just try astrally projecting yourself back to back in time, because that's apparently also a power that like Prue had at some point, and she can astral project. So I guess Billy also is one of those and has projection yeah. abilities. So um, yeah, he basically convinced Billy Crystal to. <laughs> fight against the the charmed ones and that was what the final battle was in the past yeah i think we yeah i think i think we can i think we can pretty much land on that right <laughs> yeah sure uh yeah so she's preparing to project herself in the past and then he's like you should focus on when the triad existed uh and then she's like wait i'm probably being manipulated uh and he's like go back in time and ask christy and she'll understand uh, I'm, I'm, God, I'm having so much trouble following what's going on in this recap, as well as what happened on the show as I watched it last night. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was just vibing. Like we, yeah, we hit like, like 15 minutes comes, in and I was like, I can't, I'm not even going to try. All the Hollowell family that have been traveling around all like pop in at like where the battles can happen. And then Billy, current Billy's projection of herself goes up and tries to tell Billy from like the day before, like, Hey, don't do this ultimate battle. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. And like, yeah, and like magic blast blasts across herself. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, dang, can't believe that happened. And then we do see the ultimate battle again. And it's the lamest shit in the world. How much credence would you give to you from the future who came back to like, try to change your actions? Have I experienced the supernatural before? No, very little. Very little, yeah. even if even if he looked exactly like yeah, you. Yeah, I would be like, I'm insane. But if I'd experienced even something as simple as my tie tightening really tight, trying to kill me 20 years before, <laughs> uh, maybe I'd be like, all right, I, I should take this seriously. What if you're like, oh, yeah, this is some supernatural shit, but it's not me from the future. It's someone who, being a doppelganger of me is like a shapeshifter, and they're pretending to be me from the future. They're telling me this kind of thing. And then you just overthink yourself, and you're like, yeah, yeah. fuck you. I'm going to magic blast you. Yeah, I would probably magic blast me if I had that ability. <laughs> just be like, get out of here, old timer. So, okay. We see the battle. They're shooting lasers at each other. The three-generation power of three, as it said in this recap, recites a spell to remove... What is the hollow? 
They keep talking about I, the, the, the the uh the remember the really mean lady from the very end of the originals? I don't remember anything that happened on the originals. I don't remember anything that happened on the originals as I was watching the originals. Yeah. It is the so most they, bored I've been for this They whole had podcast. a character named the Hollow who was just mm. a lady who was so mean that the world was gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> like she was just like such a bitch that like everybody had like an existential threat that they had to face. Well, here the hollow, unclear what it is, but it needs to be removed from the past Charmed Ones and past Billy and Christy, thus stopping the battle and changing the future. Yeah. So the present versions of Billy and Piper then merge with themselves. And they're like, cool, we caught up to time. And Billy and Christy teleport out of the manor because they no longer have the magic-boosting aid of the hollow. Huh. Uh, the angel of destiny comes and takes Leo in an orb after he's been like... <laughs> I don't want to do this because the angel of destiny will probably take me away from you for a while. And she's like, we literally saw 50 years in the future. We're together and playing Scrabble. Like it will probably be fine. Yeah. You're just going to take a time. You're going to take a time out yeah. while we do this thing. And he's being a sap about it. Yeah. But yeah, the angel of destiny, who is a classic, um, matronly older black woman character type trope. Yeah. Of, like the, the wizened one. Uh, yeah. Has to take him out. Uh, she arrives because the battle didn't occur. And then future Wyatt and Chris, the sons of Piper, appear. And they're like, someone fucked up our future. Because you messed with time. Yeah. <laughs> and she recognizes adult versions of her sons very easily, which is weird. Maybe she's seen them before. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess maybe she has if they established they know how to time travel. I hope the whole just like last half of this show, once they introduce Paige, was just fucking like convoluted time travel. Like, I hope yeah. every episode was so, like this. <laughs> I actually think this was just a WB thing since Felicity did it first. That's true. That's true. You know, I imagine there's time travel on Gilmore Girls. Um, don't tell me if there's not. <laughs> uh, so Billy <laughs> Billy finally tells Christy, like, they've been manipulated by the triad and Dumaine, uh, and she's like, nope, fuck you. I don't care. I want to carry out our destiny of killing them uh, with or without you because I am evil. Uh, and she goes, okay. Yeah, that, that this this character motivation didn't really make that much sense, but surely evil. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's explained before. She returns the manor inside to the charmed ones and asks for their forgiveness. Then the future Chris and Wyatt explain why it lost his powers in the middle of a demon fight, and Billy reveals that Dumaine convinced her and Christy to steal Baby Wyatt's powers to summon the Hollow to kill the charmed ones. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, and then Wyatt reveals that Coop uh, gets together with Phoebe when he calls him Uncle Coop because I guess they hadn't gotten together yet, but there's just a lot of sexual uh, t- tension between Phoebe and this Cupid, which Coop? I don't know. Maybe that happens to Cupids Cupid. a lot. Yeah. They're love creatures, yeah. except often they're like babies and he's just a guy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand how Cupids work. I was never sure if Cupid is a, a, a species or a one individual, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> what happened next? There's so much going on, you guys. Yeah, I this love it. This is one of those. This is a finale where there's a lot. We either have finales where nothing happened or a lot happened. Yeah. This is a this lot is, happened. This is a lot. So much happens. Sure. <laughs> so much happens. But nobody, yeah, nobody has a I baby and nobody gets married. Uh, yes, they do. They sneak it in in like the last couple minutes. Oh, right. So I, I tune you, out. We see weddings. Every fucking show, regardless of the tone of the rest of the show, Once they the, do last, the future montage. The last like, five <laughs> minutes become the most Protestant energy, like inspirational, <laughs> sentimental bullshit. <laughs> I hate it. Why does every show have to end on that? <laughs> Speak spoken like a true Catholic. Yeah, Matt. it should be this dour, <laughs> like. <laughs> 
<laughs> you should have a sense of your own death in every moment of closing <laughs> something out. <laughs> yeah, it should be the people who write doom metal albums and the people who write sitcoms and <laughs> and like lighthearted dramas should be the same people. Correct. There, there was a moment where something happens where I don't know if I've ever seen this happen before, where people are doing a bunch of time travel, and then I mean I'm not saying it's never happened before, and I don't even remember if I, I just can't remember where the past self and current self just merge. Yeah, just yeah, like, and everybody just shrugs. Oh, everybody just shrugs yeah. about no, it's that. that. Pre- no, like, it's not past self and current self merging. It's present self travel to the past, then finally caught up to the present time, so then they merged presently. How do you catch up? How do you catch up? That doesn't make any Time sense. At a different pace? <laughs> you just got to be in the ballpark. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be, you know, the, so, the exact same millisecond. Maybe. You're just like, you know, I'm here from uh, from one day ago. You're merging with yourself. You're the same person. Whatever. What happens to you in the next 24 hours then? <laughs> don't worry don't about Don't worry it. about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Who goes back in time? And who continues on? Uh, I think they return. They re- they wind up at the end returning people to their correct timelines. Yeah. So the mom and grandma go back to to where they belong eventually. But first, the mom meets current version of Victor, and he's like, I, "Didn't you know you hate my guts?" And she was like, "You're so handsome and nice." I don't know what <laughs> and or also she left him anyway for she cheated on him with her white lighter. Yeah. So you know, actually, fuck Patty. Victor's yeah. Cool. Shout out Victor. Big Victor stands here. That's right. We love okay. Victor on, here on Ezra. Well, 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 what else happened here? Uh, there's some vanquishing potions. The, are, are those the little are those the little Nas cans that they throw at the triad? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I was like, oh, is there holy water or something? No, it's a vanquishing potion. Yeah. At some point, Paige's husband shows up and he's like, and Graham's is mad that he's a normal guy and not a an immortal being. I guess he's a muggle. The the no, I know. Um, this okay. Uh, hold on. Let me just read these couple sentences to you. When Paige's husband Henry arrives at the condo, Grams finds out that he is immortal and is not pleased. When Coop confesses love to Phoebe, she does not handle it well, believing that it is a forbidden love. She gives him his ring and returns to her sisters. Dumaine then shimmers in and grabs Coop in the ring, like he just shimmers <laughs> in. Popped in. And he goes yoink <laughs> and he steals the ring. There's a lot of there's a lot of shimmering in in this episode. Like that's yeah. true. Later they're like the amount of shimmering in that they do. It's wild that there's still people to ha- appear behind a door who have also time traveled and then <laughs> open the door as the beginning of the scene. It's, it's, really, okay. it's really a stylistic choice, right? Like, it's just like, do we want to appear in the room? Or more of a or do I want to shimmer in? Yeah. <laughs> so here's where I thought this was the stupidest thing. Phoebe's just like, Coop, Coop, where are you? Coop, we need you. And then Future and White Dougie and Chris are like, snaps out Future of White and Chris are like, actually, all you need to do is think about him. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, is talking, is saying, is, is calling for someone not thinking about them? Is there no, no thought that goes no, into no, that? No, no, no. You're just making Travis, a sound? Travis, once again, we established that you're a little bit more neurotypical. 
I have I have very many times called for someone without thinking about them. <laughs> it's very common for me. My brain is going its way somewhere else, and I'm actually just thinking I'm actually just thinking pizza hamburger. That's what's going on in my brain. Yeah. Like, also, of course, the, ex- like the explained reason why she just needs to think about him is because Coop was sent by the elders to make up for all the events they put her through as a charmed one, and it is not a forbidden love. In case you were wondering. Okay, yeah. If it was a forbidden love, it'd be a whole other thing. But okay, but no, so why the did the angel why was it forbidden? Why did the angel of destiny know, take man. him? Which is fucking cupids? What's next? You know. <laughs> what is next? What's next? Are people gonna marry their dogs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slippery slope. It's Adam and Eve, not Cupid and Eve. <laughs> not. Uh, <laughs> Cupid, Cupid and, and Phoebe. This is such Phoebe, a like, Phoebe, yeah. brain melting. <laughs> um, yeah, I, there's also we also skipped the part where where like they're like, hey guys, the 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 three are coming soon, and then the three appear and they kill the triad, and then Christy is like, ah, fuck you, Billy, and Billy's like, hey, we're done now. Do you want to just be good? It's over. Do you just be good. You can just you can just do it. She's like, no. And then she fires a fire spell at her. And then uh, it was really good, though. Oh, you're really you're really skipping into the battle with the effects that are worse. I'm than, not skipping. Like, I'm not skipping forward. You're talking about a scene that happened after <laughs> that scene. Or am I? Or are you not? No, you're not. Sorry. I don't know, man. Fuck me. I I'm have just no trying. idea. Dude. <laughs> I don't know where we are anymore. <laughs> We're traveling through time. We're busting out from behind doors. We're shimmering in wherever we need to. <laughs> that scene ruled because because it's about one minute long and like six people get disintegrated, including two different versions of the same guy. Like. <laughs> 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 like they show up and there's these men in like robes and they're like, hey, triad, look out. They're going to try to vanquish you. And they're like, oh, we'd better disappear. But before they can disappear all the way, they hit him with the potion and they go away. And then the two versions of Damon are like, oh, shit. And then they kill one of them. And the other one's like, oh, shit. And then they kill that one. And then Christy's like, oh, I'm still bad. And then she fires a fireball at Kaylee Kyoko, who just the worst fireball. Of all who time. Just, Why do you always call her Kaylee Kyoko? I have been wondering, am I saying it wrong? Cuoco. No, it's it's Cuoco. It's Italian, not Japanese. <laughs> Kaylee Ki- <laughs> Kyoto uh, reflects... Kaylee Kuko. Kaylee Kuko. Kaylee, Kaylee Kuku from Legend of Zelda uh, reflects uh, the fireball back at her sister who disintegrates promptly uh ending an extremely <laughs> high and then she rate. immediately tries to ugly cry but is not good at <laughs> doing a fake cry <laughs> immediately broken up i disintegrated my evil sister yeah tough, tough, that's i love that time. scene honestly <laughs> the more the more people in robes i can watch get disintegrated and just like a fiery spell I'm into it. I'm into Again, it. Again, local car commercials have better effects than these fireballs. And st- like, the effects fucking, don't the, need to be good. These are truly the oldest X-Files episodes have better effects than yeah. this. Like, they really... Yeah. And, like, there is on the Wikipedia page for Charmed, there is, like, budget cuts is, like, one of the yeah. things. And it's, like, the last yeah, couple seasons. Uh, not that they were particularly good in the first one. Oh, what else happened here? Uh, we get a family reunion... Mm-hmm. Wyatt got his powers back, whatever they were. Uh, the Angel of Destiny brings Leo back. 
because the battle oh, ended the properly, you know, and he's like, cool. Shit. The, yeah. This is the way the battle was supposed to end all along. What? Who cares? Dumb. What? Uh, and Victor Top also told. Shit. They finally were like, yeah, Victor told Patty that Prue died. And she's like, oh, shit happens. Bummer. And then, yeah, everyone gets returned to their proper timelines. Uh, and then we get the flash forward thing where it's like, we're writing into the right in the next chapter, the book of shadows. And we get to see everyone's future and we sneak in, we get our marriage, we get our birth because Phoebe married Coop and they have two daughters and Phoebe had a third child and Paige has like two kids and an adopted, an additional adopted one. Billy is now babysitting for Phoebe's daughters. Phoebe's writing self-help books. Um, Paige becomes a full-time white lighter. She's married to that guy who's a probation officer, which is weird. Piper and Leo have another child who's named Melinda after the original, like, witch in the family. Uh, and she has her own restaurant where she's basting port on more things, probably. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, there's just a turkey baster on the line. Yeah. Like, whenever well, on the past, for- whenever anything comes up, yeah. she just, like, squirts a little on each little piece of pasta. And then Piper, we see her as an old woman again, and she's reading the Book of Shadows for her granddaughter, who is named Prudence. So That's even though cute. they don't have any pictures of Prue anywhere, very conspicuously, no. at the end, they zoom in <laughs> a picture, and it's just Piper, Phoebe, and Paige. Uh, you know, her memory lives on. Yeah, you uh, remember the three, the three original sisters from the beginning, Piper, Phoebe, and Paige. Yeah, and Prudence also has telekinesis. Uh, and that was charmed. Did you follow That's that? That's charmed. <laughs> Absolutely baffling nonsense finale. It rocks. Yeah. Every finale should be like this. Yeah. I had a great time, too. I, I will let you know if I continue to watch the show. Uh, yeah. I really expected to talk more about the careers of all these actresses who are yeah, famous. Yeah, me too. Just, we kind of blew through. Yeah, I also expected to talk about like the Me Too, my, the Me Too stuff and like Alyssa Milano and fucking Brent Kavanaugh. You know, did you know child Alyssa Milano was the basis for Ariel, the mermaid, like physically? Huh? She's modeled after her. After I really, th- I really kid. thought the word you said was I'm basis. I'm just doing it now. And I just could not. No, the I basis could not, for the mermaid. could not possibly parse. <laughs> I was like, what the no. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm now, I'm now just blurting uh, facts I was prepared to recite here, like how she was in a stage production of Annie because her babysitter took her to an audition without telling her parents, and that's how she got into acting. Wow. And then she was the kid on Who's the Boss. Was that Tony Danza? And then she did, yeah, the Tony Danza, and then she um, did this, very, what's now stereotypical, maybe she kind of started this whole thing, thing where you're like, try and shed your wholesome child actor image by appearing nude and direct-to-video erotic thrillers. <laughs> and then she had Melrose Place and then Charmed. Yeah, classic trajectory. And then that was it. She, Charmed was the last thing. People haven't heard from her <laughs> since. Now she does posting. Yeah. That's Charmed. Uh, Ian, what do you have for us next week? Uh, so I want to stick on this TNT train. I think it's time for us to return to nature to resume our, to, to take our place rightfully in the animal kingdom. Oh, did it end? A show that <laughs> ends tonight. Okay. <laughs> hey, Holy cut shit. off the presses. <laughs> I have no idea. But Animal <laughs> Kingdom is our pick next week. It ends tonight. What? Who here 
Who here wants to tell me everything they know about Animal Kingdom? This is another thing where it's like, well, Matt doesn't watch basketball, so he probably hasn't even seen an ad for Animal Kingdom. I've but never heard of seen this an ad for Animal Kingdom. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, I did it last week. <laughs> Steven should do it this week. Yeah, Steven, okay, can you? Steven, go ahead. Do you want to? Can you? I'll put 30 seconds on the clock. Tell me everything you know about the TV show Animal Kingdom starting now. Animal Kingdom is a show on the <laughs> History Channel where uh, they go through they go through uh, they go through every uh, phylum of animals one by one, <laughs> and they tell a story uh, with those that animal as the main characters, kind of using you know the like. You know, okay, sponges are one of them, and that's time. And like, <laughs> so you can it's join so us next up week. Sponges are animals. Uh, next week, you can join us as we talk about the penultimate TNT original yeah, broadcast program, the crime television series adaptation of the Australian movie that gave I can't remember which actor kind of his start. Uh, For animal some reason, Kingdom. I knew it was going to be a crime drama. I just I oh felt yeah, it. it's it's like a it's a it's like a small like California a crime family. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they have it's like gonna a matriarch instead of going to well, be great. So that is so, what we wait, will talk about last, next week. Did, wasn't the last was uh, Claws TNT as well? Sorry, <laughs> Claws was a TNT original. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, hope you had a good time this week. Like review. Matt, don't forget to thank subscribe. Matt, the producer. All many many thanks to me for being three, four, sometimes five episodes behind on editing these because I have other things going on. Sometimes apologies to everybody who's expecting these in a timely manner. Eventually, you'll get another episode. They'll all be out by the time you hear this. Uh, yeah. Stephen, would you like to uh, bring us home? You transported yourself into the past before, haven't you? When Christy was young in the cave, surely you can do it again. Ha <laughs>